How's it going and welcome to the Try Time Podcast. Stay tuned for your weekly dose of rugby league chatter, discussing what's happening in the world of rugby league. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Try Time Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Colin. And on this week's episode, we're going to be looking at Super League over the last decade, particularly which players have stood out the most. The task was simple. We each had to come up with our own team of the decade, starting 13 and then a bench of honourable mentions of the players who have impressed us most over the last 10 years of Super League. Yeah, so we're going to go through every position, full back to loose forward, and then just all, list off all the honourable men. So Matt's got a certain amount of I've got position. a few for some of the positions. Others were a bit more straightforward yeah. than others. Yeah, definitely. So I'll let you get us kicked off, Matt, before yeah. back. We'll get straight well, into it. Well, before we just crack into that, a few things regarding certainly what I've gone for in terms of making the decision. Obviously, performance is a key factor in pressing over the last decade, but also longevity. I've only really considered players that have been around for three to four seasons of good quality rugby in Super yeah. League. So, no Ben Barbers, no, no, no James no. Seguiaro or anyone even like that. Even though they might have been the best. They, even if they might have been yeah. in contention for the best performers, it's hard to put them in a team yeah, of the yeah. decade if they've only played like... A couple of seasons. 20 games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... Without further ado, into the fullbacks. Yeah. Do you want to go first with your choice? Yeah, so my choice at fullback is Sam Tompkins, who might be a bit contentious, but you try to think of the fullback of the decade, and it is hard, but I think the Tompkins, even though he had his stint in an RL, he, had, he was really good for Wigan. You can't deny how good he was for Wigan at the start. And then he went I'm to NRL. I was going to say at the start. He went, no, but he went to NRL. And he did, he, did, he did not... I don't think he fucked really in NRL that much. I don't think it suited him, but I've seen... I've seen Any Aussie fought. viewers watching this on New Zealand might disagree with you on that one. But that's the thing. He came back, and when he were back at Wigan, I thought he, he were good again then, and then he went to Catalan, and right now he's still whipping it up for Catalan. So I think you've got to give it to him. You have to. Personally, that's me anyway. You might not... like. But try to think of another... Full back of the decade. I mean, the obvious name... Now, before I actually say who I've gone for, there are a few that came to mind. Straight away, whenever I saw anyone discussing this sort of post online, the name Paul Wellens popped up. For me, he wasn't around yeah, enough same, of this decade. Last decade is probably is the full He's probably a very good shout. Yeah, definitely. But this decade, not around for enough of it, in my opinion. Yeah. Jamie Shaw was mentioned... Very good for Hull FC in the big games, particularly those Challenge Cups. Broke through at least probably about seven years ago. Yeah, now. Oh, he's definitely played in. Definitely I just, he wasn't, long he wasn't at the top of his game. I think the last sort of two, three years, he's really stepped up yeah. massively. Whereas I think I just think Tompkins has, has had that long. He was almost like Shaw at the start with Wigan, how Shaw's been the last couple of years. And then he's took that. To the next level. And his consistency yeah. seems to have built around in Super League. So that meant, really, there were two names for me. And it's Sam Tompkins. Yeah. Or the man I really love and one of my favourite players. That is very sarcastic. <laughs> Second chance, Zach Hardacre. Yeah, he's got another We've got another... This is someone else that we've already annoyed too much to come on the podcast. Yeah. We are slowly... We're slowly getting through people that will never want to talk to yeah. us. But... <laughs> Those two have got to be the last two. So, for Hardacre, you've got Man of Steel winner 2015. Broke yeah. through right at the start in 2011 on the wing. Was a key part in both 
in grand finals in 11, 12, 15, of course, as well as two Challenge Cups, and arguably decided the 2017 grand final. Yeah, or I think... Whether you know that's a positive or not is probably a definite no, but... Yeah, yeah. He definitely decided the outcome of that he's game. Still, he's still doing well at Wigan, isn't he? You know, he's not he's like... He's played his way back into not, a Great Britain shirt from effectively having half of everyone that wasn't a Wigan fan saying he should be kicked out of rugby. Yeah, yeah, he's done well. I think him and Tomkins is not the same boat. I, think, I just think Tomkins has been that step. But for the record, I did oh. go for Sam Tomkins. Oh, did, oh, oh, so, oh, I guess you just like putting him against. I've got to, I've got to make the case. Yeah, oh, Hardick yeah, well, was definitely an honourable mention. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like I say, he also won Leeds the 2017 Grand Final, even though we'd got rid yeah, of him. Yeah. So, As a Leeds fan, one. you should love him, really. Right, God, you do your winger then. Okay, your number so two. I'll go two. We'll do. We'll go one down one. the not numerical order, so outcomes are fun to remember who I've put. Number two. So, again, and few names came to mind yeah, for this yeah. one. Same with me, same for me. I had a top three here. And the top three in no particular order. Tommy Makinson, Golden yeah. Boot winner. He's got to be a mention, yeah. Sco- scored the most tries last year, I think the year before as well. Been around yeah, for quite a while now. Longer well, than you go- think, yeah, actually. Yeah, the Golden Boot as well. Um, Jermaine McGilvery. Carried Huddersfield a lot. Played just very well in their league leader the season. Decade. And he's played so well. I know we're not counting England, but I think he also has. No, I think England and NRL, if they've gone there and not embarrassed themselves, we should at least honour it, even if we don't take that into consideration. Definitely, yeah. And Josh Charnley. Big try numbers for Wigan and Warrington. Definitely has, you know, had that stint in Union, which... I've tried not to ju- judge this on too much. He will be there a couple, a couple of, of years. So it's not taken too much out of his... Which one have you gone for then? I've gone for Josh Charnley. As You've gone for Charnley? Oh, right. We've gone for different Very ones. good finisher. Still got a lot of pace behind him. Big, strong runner of the ball. I, me, I, 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 it was a mention for me. It wasn't my If you asked me as a Leeds fan, who would I want wearing that number two shirt out of those three? And for the sake of arguments, we'll keep Tom Briscoe as an option, even though I would, <laughs> I would take Charnley over the others. Really? Because he reminds me a lot more of the... He's a bit more of a Ryan Hall style winger. Yeah. McGilvery, I think, is more on his way... Down oh, now. Which I think for his eight, like, but then this is enough. of the decade, like just because I choose him over McGilvery right at now. Leeds, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's played yeah. better and, over the ten years. And but going on to my my pick is I had the same three names in my head going around my head, as well as Patrick Arvan, but that's a, that <laughs> is like more a, number five. Yeah, it did. did. So yeah, you, I you brought him in too I early. Pl- I didn't plan to say that. That has just been said now. So I it can is McGilvery. You've That's gone for Jerry. I've gone for McGill, which I think is I think it's a good shout. Yeah. He's just been so that good and he's scored a lot of tries in Super League and for England and everything. I just think he's... Without him, I think Huddersfield are a bit... They're a lot worse. A lot harder to Him watch. and Danny Brough had a yeah. really good combination, certainly throughout the middle part of the decade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. And he still kept... Then I think he moved from being a real... Like, probably one of the best at winners in Super League to being England. Like, in that 2017 World Cup, yeah. you can't deny how good he was, he was for England. He was a good player for England. And, like you said, he's one of the few players that was given the big, long contracts the year Huddersfield won the league league. Yeah. 
and it's paid off. It's actually justified the entirety of that contract and more. Because shameless plug of one of our future videos, so if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel already, (laughs) drop a sub, that way you won't miss it when it comes out. We're going to be looking in a bit more detail about the league leaders squad that Huddersfield had. And where they are now. Yeah, yeah, where they are now. And we'll actually see how many of them really didn't quite justify the contracts that they got. Yeah. So, I think moving on to number three in our first centre. I'll go with Watkins. You've gone Callum Callum Watkins. Watkins. I think you will... Well, go on, talk me through your process. Again, I have have three names for number three. Michael Shenton. Yep. Callum Watkins. Mark Percival. Are they for just three or three and four? Just three. Just three. I have another two in consideration for four. All right. So, starting with Michael Shenton, very good at the start of the decade. One of Saints' best players in the grand final defeat against Leeds. Did I, you know, it really came back to form in 2017 with Castleford. However, did maybe go a bit on a disappearing act in the middle of the decade, partly due to injury, partly not really settling at St. Helens and just in general not being one of the top performers. Callum Watkins, ever-present pretty much throughout the decade. When he played well, Leeds played well. Did, however, buckle under the pressure of captaincy. And whilst that was only six months of a decade, which in reality isn't very long, It did have to be taken into account, and Mark Percival, who, again, here for most of the decade, always a consistent performer, but never has, it hasn't often as stood out like Watkins has. Yeah. Maybe not your direct match winner. Yeah, and probably, again, that does come back to England, like Watkins, I think, has that higher pedigree due to, I know Percival was even in that 2017 squad, but it's like, the way that Watkins played, and the way that Brain Bennett played him in that yeah, squad. Like, it really that works. gives him more exposure, definitely. But saying all that, I have picked Percival. You've picked Percival, and I've obviously picked Watkins, which I think Percival's acceptable. They were definitely in I my think list. You could go for either of them. Yeah. yeah. And for, the good thing is, no one's calling me a biased Leeds fan at this point, otherwise, yeah, we'd have had Hardacre Hall and Watkins yeah. as our back three, but yeah. I've snubbed quite a few of them so far. But I think it's just. Good, I think good pick. Like I think both acceptable picks. Yep. Number four. Number right, four. Who have you gone with? Because I've been doing the, number two, the two that you've got. You know why I've gone for number four. I and you like... think it's a weird one. Oh, I do. Oh, you do. Is... He doesn't like my pick for number I don't, four. I do like a good player, right? But I, the player I've picked for number four, or even the two that he has just snubbed at three, because at the end of the day, you can play three or four. Yeah, you can. So he has picked right. I'm gonna let him tell you because I don't know how he's picked. I'm this gonna start with the guy who just missed out, and that's again continuing my lack of Leeds bias. Joel Moon. Yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. Good yeah. player that's for fair. Salford at the start of the deck. I think about 2012 he came over. It really Gave goes. a good couple of seasons there. Obviously moved to Leeds. Did really well. Played a lot what, better at number four than six. What probably hurts him is the fact that he moved to number six. That probably hurts me. I, I discounted that year yeah. because. If I'm judging him as a centre, the same way I've kind of omitted the bit of 2010 Tonkins played as a halfback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. But uh, I do think that, especially towards the end, that views him more as a standoff in people's eyes. Yeah, I think he had a great partnership with Ryan Hall on that wing for yeah. Leeds. He did have a tendency to occasionally be a bit selfish with the ball. 
and not always release it into yeah. the right positions. However, considering he replaced Zach Hardacre in that role, who wasn't really sure how to pass left at the time, yeah, it was still a lot more welcome than that. But the name I've gone for, Chris Weller. The thing is, I actually really like Chris Weller, but like when he played for Bulls and everything, and I do, I really, like if we got Chris Weller on as a guest, I would love it. And like, I've no, no disrespect. Well, to you Weller. just disrespect him by saying he's a rubbish pick for Team I of the a- Decade. <laughs> Right, you know what? If you are listening to this now, I want you to contact us on either Facebook, YouTube comments, Twitter, anything. If you're another rugby player, feel free to get in touch no, as well. We just, don't just No, I'm not saying Chris Wellen. Well, I'm saying anyone who's coming in, you tell me if you agree with that for Chris Wellen. I'm going to go through why. Yeah, I want to hear why. Yeah. Now, you've hopefully you've watched the last episode. If you haven't, go check it out. We did as one of our trivia questions... The top 10 try scorers for, I can't remember what year it was now. Is it 20? It might have been 2011. It was. The one I did for you was 2011. There was one you did, and Chris Wellen was on that list yeah, very high might, up. I don't know if it was that one, but it was definitely, definitely early on in the decade because yeah. there was like Pat Richards on there. Yeah. So yeah. Either 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah, it might have been 11. You know, he was consistent performer throughout his time. Okay. Are you discounting that time down when he dropped, dropped down? I've not been, yeah, for the purpose of this, is a Super League team of yeah. the decade, yes. However, he did play well enough to get back into Super yeah, League. Yeah, he did play really well for Bradford. I'll give him that. He was in last year's grand final, which shows he's still cutting it at this level. Yeah. Even now. His try scoring numbers are fantastic. I mean, I can't remember the ratio off the top of my head, but yeah. I looked and it was a lot he better could, than he I He knows how to score a try. I've never, from what I've seen, he's never really been a weak defensive player that's been easy to break through. No, he's And I think if you're wanting someone that's going to do a job as your fantasy team of the decade, he would definitely not be the player that cost you a match. I could definitely see why you've picked him. Good. I just don't know how you why how you've picked him over like a Watkins personally, but that's me personally. Because the only reason being Watkins has never played on that side. Right, and yeah. I know we're talking the sense is quite interchangeable because I'd say most of Wellham's career has been maybe more at three than four. Yeah. But I think the person I've picked, you, which you know of, that yeah. person's definitely played both sides. Yes, That definitely. is definitely one you could put, which is Michael Shannon. The guy I snubbed last time. Yeah. Just because I think at Cass, first time round at Cass, amazing. And that earned him the move to... Because Cass were a bit lower down at that point, so Saints were the bigger move. He was, but not as much of that was in this decade. So you got to be careful not to get too carried away with 2009. Yeah. But, this is where it gets difficult at times. But and I still think he's made up for it back when he's been back at pass. I don't think he's ever dropped below that level. I think he's, a, yeah. he's probably the, one of the most consistent players in Super League. In I would opinion. argue, if I'd have maybe lowered my requirements slightly, the name I did consider first of all, that ha- just missed out on not being here quite long enough, only three seasons, I would have said George Carmon. Yeah who was a very good player. I can see that, yeah, yeah but I can know but the time-wise. It... And it's difficult because he was the one at the tail end of his career. Yeah. So it's like, I feel a bit harsh not including him because he retired at a very good age. It's not like he left young. Yeah. However, at what point do you draw the line with that? I feel like you have to set a minimum number of years and that's ultimately why yeah. he missed out on that shirt. Which is fair. At least he's an honourable mention, isn't he? Like you've, yeah. you've given him that honourable mention. It's not that he's probably ever going to hear this. No, no. But if you do... Pass it on. Make sure you're sharing it around to these players. Yeah, so. tweet them. 
Right. Just spam the notifications. Number five. The next winger. Right, I'm sorry. I'm going to kick off here. I'm now being Leeds biased. Ryan Hall right. made my team of the decade. It's exactly the same for me. I've Good, I'm Ryan not Hall, being so. biased. I'll give a special mention to some of the others. Joe Burgess played very well at Wigan. The first stint, come back, doing the job again. Struggled a bit with injuries at times, which is kind yeah. of... But he's not let that get on top of him. Played okay in the NRL, so I'm not taking that against him. Joe Monaghan, the other name mentioned. Yeah. It looked like he was starting to be a bit down and out at Warrington. Moved to Castleford, ended his career with a bit of a flourish. Yeah, or he could catch a high ball. And... He couldn't half. That's what... I'm... Him versus Ryan Hall in the air would be a very good yeah. contest. I bet they'd each win 50 out of 100 yeah. with them too. Any other honourable mentions for me? I know I've got one in my head for just they a were general the main winger. T- this is Patrick Arvan again. No, it's I'm not walking straight out of this uh, Lineham. You've got. I'm not. He was not going to be my team over Hall or McGilvery or even like a Charnley. Has played number two at Warrington. Did play five at Hull FC. For me, his time at Hull FC was worse than that at Briscoe. Yeah. Either. Either. Even like he's almost a player where you have to for the longevity. I feel like he has to be in the discussion. But then what Briscoe broke through earlier and he's yeah. not been. Exactly. So if we're yeah. going just on longevity. Yeah, but then I feel like. Where's Aaron Murphy then? Lineham's been better, in my opinion, than Briscoe since he's been at their current clubs in the last three years. Two or three years. You have to. I feel like Lineham at Warrington has been good. Last year, last couple of years, yes. Briscoe at Leeds the first was a lot better than Lineham's first couple of years at Warrington. Yeah, I can see that. I think they're both, I just both mentioned, they're never going to be in the team. For me, Lineham is never going to have that game that Briscoe had in the 2017 final yeah, in the Challenge yeah. Cup against Kingston Rovers. Yeah, I can see that. He's a bit more, in broken play, I'd rather have Briscoe than Lineham. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where, I can see where you're coming from. And if I mean, ultimately, to... I'd rather have Charlie and Hall, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd rather have McGilvery and Charlie and Bakington and all of them as well. But what, any things like Tom Johnston or just the injuries of like now not played long enough in things? That's what I think that's he's been around long enough time wise, however, hasn't really made consistent yeah. appearances, and that has sadly cost I've him. I've got one that's a bit of a niche one. I'm thinking these off the top of my head now, you know, just ripping plays out just to question you on them because I think it's interesting. Do not ben Jones Bishop. For longevity, at least he was class, I thought. He managed to dislodge Lee Smith at the start of the decade. And then I think at Wakefield, he's been consistent. I think my problem, the reason I didn't consider him, dropped behind Tom Briscoe at Leeds. Yeah, I always did. Left Leeds to go play full-back because he didn't want to be a winger. Yeah, and now he's a winger. And now now he's spent a good... They spent a lot of that time wearing number one and playing also at full-back, particularly... Before Wakefield had Hampshire or now Alex Walker. Yeah, I can see. For me, he's spent. He's been a bit too hit and miss in those positions to really. Yeah. I also don't really think he's ever had that truly outstanding season that. He's never really shone. Some of the other names on this have had. Yeah, just I'm trying to think of more now after And if he has it in 2020, good on him. Yeah. What about Craig Hall? Spent too much time outside of the top flight, I yeah. think, with Toronto and Hull KR when they went down. Yeah. Actually, was he a part of that squad? No, nah, I don't think was he was. at Toronto but I think at that he point? Did, nah, he wasn't. Yeah, but he was still out of the league. With yeah, Toronto. either way, he wasn't in the league. I'm trying to think of players. And tends to have two good games a year, both of which against Leeds Rhinos. Yeah. But Same as everyone. <sighs> I can't think of any more wingers. So no, let's move on. We're getting very dangerous and just getting hung up on wingers. <laughs> 
So on to number six, the five eight for all our Aussie friends. Uh, I've gone with Danny Maguire. Record Super League try scorer. Won most grand finals out of any number six this decade. Yeah, definitely. Took well, over the mantle from Simfield very well as captain. Led the team. Other mentions. Simfield himself. That's your, that's your pick. Well, I'll let you go. These are my mentions. Simfield played in the halves throughout this decade rather than 13. Therefore, I have considered him. Yeah, I, can, I, I definitely considered him as an halfback. Um, talking about longevity, Thomas Bosch. Ca- carried Catalan for a number can, of years. I, that's not an honourable mention of mine. Slotted in very well alongside Carney, even when he wasn't great. Scott Giroux. Yeah. You know, dealt with a number, a lot of changeover in that position. Oh, yeah, and now he's still. I think he probably water. played better <laughs> than Richie Myler did that year. That then his last season at Catalan in twenty, yeah. I want to say seventeen. Seventeen must be sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, it must be because we signed him in eighteen from Dragons. Yeah. But in the end, I did go for Simfield. Yeah. Just over Maguire, who in fact was such an honourable mention. He's my first bench player of the episode. Oh, yeah. So, have you got a bench of four? So, at my honourable mentions, I'm going to pick four. Some of them I've not decided on yet. Yeah, we're going to be doing this off the cuff. But I decided Maguire had to be mentioned on the bench. Mostly for putting five past Bradford at Magic Weekend. I think Maguire... Remember that game? Yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right, Maguire also, I think, obviously, was being magnificent at Leeds. Even in 2017, it must have been the... I can't think of what he's called now. No, Harry Sunderland. Um, Briscoe won it, I think. Oh, did he? But Maguire... Yeah, I think Briscoe's last try won him it. But I know Maguire was... I remember watching that game and Maguire was quality. I'm going to check this Yeah, you can check that. that, I'll let you do some more justifying of his time. Yeah, well, yeah, Hull KR, that's what I was going to say. When he moved to Hull KR, he has still kept up that level. And if all he has kept Hull KR... In the oh, Super League. Hulk I will miss him this year. And yeah. obviously he's gone at the end of Well, Hulk I replaced him with well. the... They've million. replaced him with about five halfbacks, <laughs> which says a lot. So, I definitely think he's got No, he did be. win the Harry Sunderland Did he? Yeah, I thought, yeah, I'll wrap that then. I'm off with Well, I'm happy that. Sort of knew. I knew he'd played really well. I must well. have been sat in the corner of Old Trafford saying, I you think Briscoe probably has a... Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't discourage Maguire. Yeah. Number seven. Number seven. So this was a difficult one for me to yeah. pick. Largely because I forgot about a number of players. Yeah, I feel like it's one of them ones where you just forget about... Cause we, like, let's list off a number of number sevens who could win this, right? Luke Gale, Richie Myler. Richie Myler, right, that's contentious for you. But I think Richie Myler for his longevity in the league and how he's kept up that... He was good for large parts of the decade. Like He did very well at Warrington, faded at Catalan. He won Player of the Year at Leeds in 18, so he can't have been that bad. Didn't have a great season last year, but... He's always just been that hot. Uh, he's been in Super League for the decade. He's been a starting, starting scrum half for the most of that yeah. decade. I think you've got to then look at you got like your Lula wise who have been just consistent. I know he went been back to gone, NRL, yeah. but he's sort of been good. You've got like Danny Bruff as well. He's got to be Bob in a Burrow. Even if you want to play Sinfield at seven, which I guess he did play a bit at seven. Although McGuire yeah. at seven, you've got that sort Mark of Sneed. Mark Sneed, exactly. Great at Castleford. There's definitely more ball. that we're not whipping off at the top of the head. I mean, right the now. first name that Ken's had, I was trying to think who was number seven at the start of the decade. My brain literally went Tommy Lula, Danny Orr. 
Why did that name ever come <laughs> to my head? Danny Orr. But you've def- what a throwback. You've definitely got options. Even at six, we've missed Ke- Albert Kelly. Who's we've missed Rangi Rangi seven at Hull KR, so could technically Rangi be considered well, I think Kelly. the six and seven is definitely interchangeable in yeah. a way. You've got even... Do you... Hastings for you know he's a year and a half, but how good Hastings has been. I'm not saying he is there, but I'm yeah. saying quality wise, definitely longevity. No, misses out on that. Yeah, factor. yeah, definitely. And then you got even like same George, with Blake Austin. Even a George Williams could be in this conversation roughly. Don't think he's. Uh, you, you've got team a, of the decade. No, no, he's not even. It's not a memorable mention. I'm just naming halfbacks that. Yeah, you could make an argument. So who have for. you gone for out of them? I have gone with. Luke Gale. Interesting. We I need a for a name that we've not mentioned <laughs> at all. Luke Gale, Rhino's player now. Yeah, he's been around. He has been around. I've gone for a man who hasn't been around as much, Danny Brough. We mentioned him yeah, talking that? about McGilvray earlier as being a key part of yeah. Huddersfield. I always felt with Huddersfield, you never could write them off because of Brough's kicking. Yeah, definitely. He was what kept them in games. Regardless of whether they could end up doing the job or not, he kept them there. And, he's and don't forget that drop goal that was very contentious against St. Helens in the Challenge Cup. Yeah. Did it quite go over if you extend the post or not? <laughs> I think they gave it in the end. Yeah. That's what won them the match, if I remember right. They've got to give them, I think. Oh, but that's a no different discussion. That's a whole different matter, but... <laughs> Match winner. There we go. That's my point. He was a match winner yeah, for this yeah. field. Literally. And he has been for Wakefield as well, I would say. Yeah. I know he missed a lot of last season with injury. But he's come back well, I think, a lot. Like, he's just be. I can understand. Brough were definitely my number two. But I went with Gale, of course, obviously. He's played for four teams this decade. Can you name all four of them? Bradford, Castleford, Leeds. He went somewhere in between. Where did he end up now? Did he go to this team before Bradford or in between Bradford and Castle? Did he go straight to Castle or Bradford? I can't remember. What's your other team? Because I've completely gone London. blank. Gale, I'm looking. London. I don't remember this Yeah, one. you get on the Google. I'll get on the Google. This is literally I'm going to justify him anyway because he doesn't really Yeah, call. you carry on so justifying obviously, I'll check. played amazingly at Cass. Won, won Man of Steel 2017. He didn't go to London. He went to Harlequins. Oh, that is London. <laughs> It was before Bradford, before, or 9 to 11. And then he went straight to cast from Bradford, yeah. when Bradford went down. And then went to Leeds, Leeds for this decade. Leeds, obviously, yeah. yeah. But that's... Yeah, I'm right then, aren't I, really? It, it's, yeah, <laughs> all right, I'll give you it. So, obviously, he's got his moves... Uh, Bradford, I remember him being real, one of Bradford's best players for them couple of years he was there before Didn't we got relegated. Yeah, time. exactly. At the time, we were really poor anyway, so he was good there. And he's moved to Castleford to stay in Super League and he's been really well for Castleford. Yeah, Man of Steel winner 2017, if I'm not right. Yeah, England bottle job 2017. I don't know. I, I, I think, like Luke Gale as a player. So I think, you know... But I can't deny he's a, did go I think he'll do well at Leeds as well. I just think he's been good for Castleford. I obviously. hope so. Missed him a bit last year in league with him being injured, but I think good luck to him going forward. I think seven is really hard because a lot of players that are not world-class, but the... Oh, seven's been all, a tough yeah, one. Yeah, seven's year. probably the hardest position to pick. It's worth noting my honourable mentions here. Lulu I excluded mostly because of his time away. Yeah. And Burrow excluded because a large part of that was played at Hooker. Yeah. Worth noting last point on Gale. Looked very, very match sharp against Wakefield on Boxing Day. Yeah. Which was really I good think he'll be good for it. I think he'll be good. I think he'll slot right back in. It, yeah. He won't look like he's missed a whole year. Yeah. And I think he'll be good. I think he's got stuff a lot to prove as well. He has, yeah. I think he's hungry. Yeah. Which is good. 
Moving on to the props then. Yeah, we'll go. I'll go in 8, 9, 10. Yeah, we will do. Number 8. So, three names came to mind here. Kylie Luluai, most successful overseas import into the Super League. Yeah. But when... I, yeah, all right, go on. Well, I'll just read yours on. And then Big just... prop throughout Leeds' success. Heavily missed in 2016 onwards when our packs looked a little lighter. Yeah. Ben Flower. Very That's good prop shot. on his day. Yeah, I agree. I you have to question whether, a bit like Hardacre, he's costing your team a grand final directly. Yeah. Worthy of being excluded for this. I mean, that put that. That punch on Hahaya when he was on the floor was honestly. That's what I cringe looking back. I yeah. was in the Wigan end that yeah. day, I think. I, I, I was watching it on telly, I remember just. I was there, I was in the Wigan end. I was actually cheering Wigan to win that one, would you believe? And then he went and did that after two minutes. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> St. Ellen's winning then. And sure enough, that's how it played yeah. out. I did like that purple and black checkered kit. Yeah, that was a nice year. kit, actually. Anyway, that's back. very sad. Bring it back, Wigan, bring it back. Um, and Chris Hill. Occasionally quite overrated, but definitely a good prop. Yeah. Been around for most of the decade, even if injuries have robbed him of a bit of time. Now, on my note here, I've got Hill as my starting prop, but I'm going to do a last-minute change and I'm bringing Kyrie Luluai onto the field. Kyrie Luluai, I've taught myself around. I, I obviously thought about all of them, especially Luluai, but I just... Didn't quite. I think the player I picked you missed out completely, right? Oh, I've got him as a number ten. But go on. Should we read out your number ten? Just so. Should we do our like now eight and ten together? Okay, I'll do that. Just so we have the props together. So in terms of who I've got from ten, two titans of the game: Jamie Peacock and Adrian Marler. All right, you haven't got you. I got either of them. Okay, interesting. You thought I'd have? Are you all right? So I'll go with my eight. So obviously, I thought of the all same. People as you, but then yeah. one person I just thought, you know what, I'm putting in the move. Because I thought Chris Hill's been class, but da da da. Remy Casty. I did look at Remy Casty. You can't I deny it. You can't him. deny it. And I was thinking, you know, all the times when I was looking at like that team that's got Thomas Bosch in it, it had like some Scott Drew. Remy Casty was a constant. Spent a bit of time in the NRL, which am I right in thinking he's the first French player to play NRL? I. I would imagine so. I can't think of any others. If there were any other French players to play on RL, drop them in the comments when we yeah. share this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Like, we're speaking pure French, not like French heritage. You no, for French. pure French. Pure French, which is Remy Casti. And I think yeah. you've got to accept, like, you've got to appreciate what he has done for Super League and Catalan especially. French yeah, rugby especially. definitely. That's what's giving... There's Molly one thing I good. really don't like about his game that's... I think has made it to a point where I've excluded him because I can't stand it. Whenever anyone hits him remotely around, from about above his chest upwards, there's always the head flying back <laughs> yeah. to try and win the penalty. And I think that alone is why I, I cannot stand putting him in the team. It's, it's very good match awareness. And he's yeah. A, I'll tell you, when, when he hangs up the boots, he's got a bloody good career in acting yeah. going with performances like that. Him oh. and Tony Gigo will be a right double act for that. <laughs> them two. But yeah, very good. Very good. I just player, think longevity is a class for Carl. So then we'll go number two. Straight to we'll number go ten. ten. We've mentioned Peacock and Marley. Peacock, another good decade, even if arguably his peak maybe was towards the end of the last one. I yeah. think he completely reinvented himself again. Yeah. The sidestep against St. Helens alone is enough to get him on the <laughs> head. 
we talk about great rugby league moments of the decade. That's got to be one of the tries yeah. of the decade, just because it's him. And Adrian Morley, definitely a name for last decade. Yeah, he played very def- well at Warrington. His year at Salford was actually really good. He had yeah. great leadership skills to command them around the park. And he's, again, a bit like Peacock, despite his age, despite his body maybe not being up to quite as big hits as it was five years ago, he never let the team down. He always yeah. put in a shift. I did go for Peacock out of the yeah. two of them, mostly because of success, being able to play that a little bit longer. Yeah, that little bit longer did edge it for me. Then, then, if if you talk about me, who was the better player overall, I think it's a much closer contest. But for this yeah. decade, I'd say Peacock had the better one than Morley. These two, although I think we'll both agree on this, for 2000-2009, these are the two props in this t- in the, that team at decade. I can't think of anyone else well, right now. I, think, I can think of a couple of like, just like, if Stuart I looked, Fielding. Or yeah, like if I looked like into that. it, I'd yeah. find a few names to contest yeah, like with. Joe off the top Vagana. of my head. You've got a lot of old props, like maybe we do see players much yeah. as like... You know, these. you can argue maybe there's still a case for Luluai who came over, who's like, had a typical 05 to 15 career. Where he probably don't fit either, he, yeah. You can argue him very well on both halves. But yeah. if we're talking 2000 to 2020, those two would undoubtedly yeah, be the starting oh, yeah, props. definitely. So who have you gone for at ten? I'll go for Peacock as well. We've both yeah. gone Peacock. Yeah, we've both gone Peacock. I think for the same reasons you have. Just I think Peacock is probably the best prop to ever play a Super League. Let's move into the hookers because I'm aware this is already Wait, quite a long just, video. I know, but I wanted to say this is quite one to talk about. James though. Graham, great shout. Spent too much time in the exactly. NRL. For he's, me. A, he's a typical, exactly like you said, 2005 to 2015. What probably they're not the exact times, but that's what he played in Super League, and then he went to NRL. He probably didn't play enough last decade compared to those two to get a feature. Yeah. Plus if we're st- doing a team of best overseas players to play NRL, Morley and Graham are your starting props, I'd yeah. say. Oh, yeah, definitely. However, speaking of English players to play NRL, that leads me on to the first shortlist on my hooker. What a segue that was. <laughs> smooth operator. Josh Hodgson was the first name that came to mind. The Very first touch. name... One of. Yeah. Largely because at the time I thought of this, I was actually playing the Rugby League PlayStation game and he was in my team at the <laughs> yeah. time. So as he scooted from dummy half, that was the <laughs> that was the first hooker that was in my brain yeah. at the point. Maybe that more than in terms of the obvious choice. Yeah. The obvious choice. Very questionable if he was in Super League long enough, but he's absolutely tearing it up in the NRL. Okay, didn't have the best time for Great Britain. I know a lot yeah. of people are wondering whether he's past it or as good as James Roby, who I think... I'm going to say now, I think we've both picked James I Roby. think you see everyone's team of the decades on Facebook, Twitter. The only one constant is James Roby. Yeah. It Realistically. You can argue the whole wingers for days because there's so there's many so options. many. There's so many props, can, there's so many halfback combinations, there's so many yeah. centres, fullbacks. But James Roby has done it throughout the entire decade. And he's been the probably the, the highest best to standard. do it. And his loyalty to St. Helens, rather than going and trying NRL, where he yeah. could have definitely done or it. Or either Brooklyn. I think NRL. the only other name that even comes close is Danny Houghton. Yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got another couple. Remember, in terms of honourable mention. I did also have Paul Ayrton tucked in my list as a real 
left field shout. I think I've gone with honorable mention. Obviously, I've got Houghton. I think we both have Houghton yeah, as well. Danny Houghton but was my second I think choice. Daryl Clark, personally, I think for what he did at Cass and then moved to Warrington, he's just been great. I know Matt might not agree with me, but I think he's been great. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. I just think... I think his best rugby was at Castle, and I don't think I've ever quite seen the same player yeah. at Warrington. Although I think he stepped up. I think he almost... The last couple of years has improved. Yeah, and then I think... And then I've got Paul McShane, which Matt was also was not disagreed. in my discussion, I'll be honest. Because but I think, the yeah. reason I left Paul McShane out, very briefly, links right back to why I've got Paul Ayrton. Yeah. I don't think... McShane didn't really make a big impact at Leeds prior to leaving for Wakefield. Swapped with Paul Ayrton... I would argue Leeds got the better end of that deal at the time. Yeah. McShane at Castleford has played a lot better. However, poor disciplinary record. Yeah. He does. If things don't go his way, he becomes a bit of a thug on the pitch. Which Yeah, it's not ideal. As much as it can work for you in inspiring that fight from your team, he gets a card, that's instant collapse of the team potentially. Yeah, definitely. Whereas James Roby has that skill to change games without resorting to that. Yeah, I think Roby's a different class, though, isn't he? I Let's think as honest. well, he's played three seasons of good rugby. I think Matt Parcell just missed out on timing more than anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Electric in 17. I think I've got another one out which we'll both Go agree on. on as a good honourable mention. A good, I'll just mention... If friend, you say Burfaloon. No, no. Friend of the podcast... Potential future guest Sean Lund. Sean Lund. I think he deserves a mention. I honestly, I actually. I think, honestly think he's a good shout. Yeah. I think he's grand almost, final winner, league leader, shield winner. He's played well wherever he's played I think throughout he's the given, He's always given injuries, probably held him back at some places, and I think now we'll whip it up. Yeah. That's all. I just want to get that in there just so he likes us a bit more. Just in case he's listening. <laughs> Not like buttering them up. No, Sean Lund is a great player. However. I think when you're looking at James Roby, Danny Houghton, yeah. the nature of like the, is it Lance Todd trophy for the Challenge yeah. Cup, the grand final winners rings, they're, they're in is a ultimately what they're in a different sets league. it apart. Yeah. So I would second row. We've gone to the second row. 11 think, and then 12 I think, or just I think combine them. Combine, yeah. I'll let you list through your shots. So the two I've gone I'm for. I'm going to look at mine actually quickly. The two that I've started are a fair of pop former Bradford players. Oh, we all know who these are. John Bateman and Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, Whitehead arguably could have featured at 13 as well. Yeah. However, I've put him in at 12 here. Other names that came to mind, John Wilkin. I feel like I'd get oh, a lot of hate if I didn't mention yeah, John Wilkin. Yeah, John Wilkin definitely got to be a mention. For me, again, he played better the very start of this decade, last decade. And whilst he's definitely here on longevity, I don't think we had as much of his elite rugby this yeah. decade. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jamie Jones Buchanan, again, longevity. For me, though, very much 2000-09 player. The start of the decade struggled a lot with injuries. I think me and a lot of Leeds fans towards the end of 2013 thought after another long-term injury he was washed up. Yeah. And the fact he's done 20 years is a testament to the work ethic, the recovery and fitness of him. However, he was at times a bit too penalty happy. Yeah. And he wasn't at his peak, it's fair to say. Yeah, I can accept that. Uh, Liam Farrell. Definitely. Who is, again, my second honourable bench mention. 
Oh, really? Very consistent for Wigan. I think has been one of the standout second rowers in a number of seasons. And as Cross has been around in Super League a lot longer than the two that I've selected to start. So I would argue is very harsh to not be included in this. The yeah. other name that's I've caught down here, Wella Halraki. Again, longevity. Longevity for that. Crusaders yeah. did a job at Leeds. Well, I'm going to struggle to list all his clubs here, but Castleford, Widnes, Hull KR. Salford. Yeah. Never really let any of them down. No, definitely not. So, who's your two then? So, I have gone Bateman and Whitehead. Bateman However, Whitehead. I'm now thinking I should have put Farrell in there over somebody. I've gone with that same... Shortlist, would you say? As well as Ben West. a long list. Ben Westwood, I think. Yeah, Ben Westwood. Same reasons as like Jones Buchanan. For me, very much a JJB style player. Yeah. I've kind of, for the sake of having somebody to compete elsewhere, I've put him as a shortlist of 13. Yeah. Because I needed to find someone else to talk about when there is one and obvious name for that position yeah. that we've both gone for. But So my 11 and 12 are, I've gone with um, John Bateman. Yeah. one of them which I think we spoke about the reasons but I also thought what it was between Whitehead and like a Jamie George Buchanan just for longevity and quality sort of thing I thought I deserve, a player like that deserved to be in but then I thought Whitehead I think he's given his best at the NRL even though he was amazing at Bradford Catalan. and Catalan he was amazing at Catalan but I think he's also left like Bateman left at the end of the decade I think, I think whereas with I think Whitehead, Whitehead left he gave his best at Catalan however been playing around better players has allowed him to reach yeah, that yeah. new level. Which I think that I don't is think literally he'd have got so there close. If he'd have stayed in Super League. He is so close for me, but I think he's quality. But I've gone with Bateman just because he stayed in Super League that little bit longer yeah. you know, than Whitehead. Bateman and James Jones, we've kind of. You've gone JJB. Yeah. Very good shout. And 13, I'm just going to mention one name, Sean O'Loughlin. Sean O'Loughlin, I think we both got him, haven't we? I, there's no. I mean, I'm going to throw a couple of names here at Westwood for the sake of having some competition, but yeah. more of a second rower. Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook played for the full decade. Ben Westwood. Doing the capital proud in terms Joe of. West- oh, I said Ben Westwood. Yeah, Joe Westwood. Mix, mix on Ben. I said Ben Westwood because you said Ben Westwood. I would mix on Ben Westwood and Joe Westwood. Ben Westerman, whoever he is, <laughs> yeah. is apparently a super league team of you, the decade. If you player. put Joe Westerman and Ben Westwood together, you've got a right play on your hands, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, you've got a very weird-looking... <laughs> but yeah, Joe Westerman has got to be a mention for me as well. And Wilkin at 13... I think, for me, style. Westerman is a bit of a poor man's McCarthy Scarsbrook. Dif- I think different plays in a way, but I can see I can see what you mean. I don't yeah. think there's many other sort of options, really. No, I think 13 is, even with the injuries, Sean O'Lock. It's a bit like 7, one of those players where there's been so many different players play it, and as well, because different clubs have different concepts of what to do with a 30. Yeah, and I think O'Loughlin sort of does a bit of everything. O'Loughlin's the traditional, very good ball handler. He's a great pivot. Yeah, a bit like Wilkin. I think Wilkin should be more an honourable mention for Yeah, maybe so. And he's probably the backup for that then, I would say. Yeah, maybe. I think, however, now you get some teams that use them as third props. Yeah. And it kind of really makes it difficult to pick a standout player because for those teams... They can tend to just shuffle the pack round anywhere. Yeah, you could play anyone at 13, essentially. And a 13 is literally it's a position where anyone... You I mean, you had Sinfield play there. He was effectively a third half back at the last decade. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, that made oh, that Lachlan, It's got to be a Lachlan, hasn't it? In terms of filling up my last two bench players, then out of the honourable mentions I've suggested. So, we've got Danny Maguire. We've got Liam Farrell. I think Joe Moon, probably, oh, okay. is a fair shout. 
I'm going to think of my bench and I'll let you talk about yours. And I'm going to go for Adrian Morley. Maybe more of a legacy pick than anything else. I mean, I could have a, I could have a six, seven man bench if this is a preseason friendly yeah. because all the honourable men are exactly that. Yeah. They all have a good. I'm argument. gonna go with like honourable. How my bench should be Houghton. Yep. Josh Charnley. Yep. That's Can't missed off my. you know what? I'm gonna throw John Wilkin in there. You You're gonna throw John, John Wilkin. Wilkin? I think. Yeah, they're just the four that I think I'm gonna look at and miss out. Yeah. You could probably actually you could probably put Bruff in my yeah, I could just keep going. You could just that. go, I could have put a number of those in, yeah. But so That's, that was quite a long section, but, but I, I actually like think we, we I think we that. did that in a good amount of time. Forty five yeah. minutes for us is quite good for that. That is to be fair, we could have blabbed on for nearly two hours other times. Also, so, I'm so happy. I've just realised now that we, I'll just let you know we have changed camera now, so we don't have to. Oh stop yeah, we don't have to have a break anymore. Every twenty minutes, because we've got, we've gone for the, we had an actual, a good, probably a more expensive camera, but it were more for photos and not videos, which this is. But if you're listening to this on Spotify, you don't really, no. give, you don't give a shit about. Oh, you, you, if you care, this is saving me a whole lot of editing. That's all I'm going to say. If you are listening on Spotify and you are thinking, what the hell are you on about? Just jump over to Come check us out elsewhere. What? Listen twice. Just, just jump what? our views up. Make us look better than we are. <laughs> so we're going to do a bit of... Tr- as all, as it's and trivia now become tradition. Now. Trivia time. But we're going to do decade-based trivia. That's not a task for you to edit. You're going to have to edit a separate little sub-intro jingle right. thing for trivia. <laughs> all right, then. There you go. I'll try and get that in if I remember. I mean, I've set it this episode, so you've got a week to think of it yeah, before yeah. next one yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, I'll let you go first. Am I going first? How many trivia questions so have you got? So, I've gone for three trivia questions. Yeah, I've got two. All so decade we'll, themed. So, I've got two. So, we'll go you, me, me. you, me. All right. Yeah, and you'll start. I'll start with my quick fire there, which is going to take a bit of thinking about. How many teams have won a major piece of silverware? So, Super League, Challenge Cup, All League Leaders Shield this decade. This decade. You're out of talk through your thoughts, so they don't all get bored waiting right. for you. I'm just, right, so you're looking at... In terms of, we're going to go for teams who've won league leaders. Okay, that, that's so, not where I thought you'd start, but okay, I was expecting you to start grand finals. No, because I think, right, so I'm going to go league leaders, so you've got okay. like a cast. Right. A cast, Saints, Leeds yeah. have probably won it at some point. I know, Huddersfield. We won a treble in 2015, of course we've yeah, won no, it. Yeah, no, Leeds are on it without me even thinking of Leeds. Exactly, leaders, that's so, why I, ju- I wouldn't have given you that information if I thought it were a difficult Cass, one to get. Cast, Leeds, Saints, Wigan. Warrington, Huddersfield, that's six. Am I yeah. naming the teams or is it, is it named the teams or how many teams? I mean, I wonder how many, I wonder like, how many, but talk through your thoughts properly. So there's seven there. Am I right? Wait. Warrington, Wigan, St. Ellen's, Leeds, Huddersfield. <laughs> He's forgotten one. He's just said. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds, Castleford, St. Ellen's, Wigan, Warrington, Huddersfield, <laughs> I'm sure. Hull FC. Oh, God. Are we That's still big leaders here? No, no, no. Else this, is a, this is just a match. Catalan. Right. That's eight. Okay. I feel like I'm missing one more. No. T- like. So you're going to guess nine if you think you're missing one. Eight. No, because I'm thinking about who else has won all. There's no, it is eight, isn't it? It is eight. Yeah, it is eight. It is eight. You've got them all. I was doing this one earlier. I'm like, I better check I've not missed someone and I forgot about oh, Catalan. Yeah. There is... No offence, you're easy to forget, Catalan. Yeah, that cup win were quite, like... It were a great win. It were a great win. I, I, I was at the semi-final doubleheader waving my Catalan flag around <laughs> throughout that game. But, and then I wish I hadn't bothered when Leeds got trounced by Warrington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 
We work crap. Right, I better get one. I get yeah, one. you better get yours out. Hey up, hey up, hey up. <laughs> we might have under 18s this podcast. Behave. Considering before we started recording, the very first sentence we had was, right, I better pull out first. I meant pull the, or the audio thing out, right? Well, I meant get the question ready, so get I, your phone out I'm for gonna the go, questions. I'm going to go with the game, right? Oh, so we're starting with the game. The first game of the decade. Oh, bloody hell. Who played the first game of the decade? I've no idea. I'll tell you. So, the first game of the decade was played on January the 29th, a Friday night, in the snow. Who played? Are we saying 11 or 10? 2010. I remember Castleford Salford in the snow, but I feel that were a few years later. Leeds Rhinos, Crusaders. Oh, God, have I got to try and remember Crusaders got, players from got, 2010? The, the final score was... I don't remember Crusaders players anyway. 34-6. Oh, God. Right. Is it a Crusaders player I'm going to know is my first question. Yes, yes, yes. I right. can give you clues for it. You probably won't guess Richie it. Moore. No, well... Weller Halraki. Right, so we're going... So there's obviously... There's five Leeds tri-scorers. Okay. No, there's... There is five, but one scored twice. Right, okay, so four then, players I've got to get. Yeah, and you can guess which player scored twice, and then one player, obviously. For right, I'm going to need a clue on this Crusaders, I think. I go, with, go with Leeds first, then. Okay, so again, makes sense, just go through the team. Brent Webb. No. <sighs> Webb Lee play. Smith. I'll just let you know, Webb was not playing. Your fullback, oh. your fullback didn't score, so I'll tell you, or Watkins. Really? That four, I wouldn't have expected that. Lee Smith. Also didn't play. Ben Jones Bishop. Also didn't play. We're talking we, 2010 here. Ben Jones. Yeah. Ben no, Jones it's not. Bishop you think, broke through around this time. Yeah. Smith was just yeah, back I think, from it's the, I think it's the first game of the season, though. So he's probably your best possible team, essentially. Scott Donald? No. Yeah. yeah it, oh. Is it 2010 he retired? Well, I thought well, it, was, it was probably about 2012 on it, I thought. Well, he's, he's in, he scored anyway and he played. He were you two. He did. He will play. I remember games. setting the thing up now for the 2011 Rhinos video, and I remember Scott Donald leaving now, I've said it. Yeah, Donald's I thought it was 09 in my head there. Um, the other four you should really Ryan get. Hall. No. He did play, though. He was your number five. Thanks. Keith Senior. He did play, but no. Who was that with the centre at the time? Brett Delaney? Yeah. And he scored as well. Um, so you need three more. Danny Maguire. Yeah. Rob Burrow. No. Kevin Sinfield. Yeah. You've got, you've got the player you've got to get scored twice. Okay. You're, I feel like he'll have slipped through you. Kyle Ablett. He always seems to be it one played, from there. He played, but no. The player who played it were actually an interchange. I'll read out you the starting the 13. No, but, don't bother. Right, Let me have right, a few more guesses right. first. Because I think I've still got some more of the squad. I think. So I've got the a... back five. I've covered the halves off. Hooker, Danny Baderas. It's not Danny Baderas, but he did play. Matt Diskin were on the bench. So, but he's not that interchange. No, no. Props, Jamie Peacock. Didn't play. Really? God, he was a prop then. Lou Yeah, but he didn't. He, he did play. Ali Lawatiti. Ali He won't bench. That's the player who scored he's twice. So, I, oh, so you've so got he's scored twice. Yeah, yeah. So I've got one more to get. Thought you've just got the thingy player to get. Oh, the Crusaders yeah. player. Oh, bloody hell. In terms of drama, just you got Watkins, Donald, Delaney, Senior, Hall, Maguire, Burrow, Lou Luai, Baderas, Ryan Bailey, Jones Buchanan, Ablett, Sinfield. Then up bench you got Lawatiti, Diskin, Eastwood, and Kirk. Oh my God, Greg Eastwood played for us that year. I'd forgotten so, about that. This, I'll give you a clue. Yeah, I'm going to need a clue on this Crusaders player. This player is a winger who has played for a multitude of clubs in Super League. Elliot Kia. No. No, that was a good guess. He's not Welsh. 
Well, you didn't say that until after I said no, it. No, well, like, that's a clue now because you were going. You were I mean, Cruz is a Welsh club. Yeah, that very good. Yeah, he's not. Um, he didn't play, did oh, he? Oh, God. Q, I don't think. I don't know. He might not have done. I've, I've got it caught the screenshot I've took his put off the back line. Crusaders wingers that have bobbed around. But I don't think of him as... I do not even know he played for Crusaders oh, since right. I've seen this. Where will I know him You'll from? know him from... He's played for Bradford, but you probably won't know him from that. Like, towards the end of Bradford Super League. He played for Hull FC. He's probably well, one I'm glad I don't even know Paul Sykes. Is, Hull uh, FC, probably. Your best bet. I can't think of other team. That he, might, he might have even played at Michael, Leeds at the uh, right start. I've, I've got a feeling that he's got a thing up at Stanley. Oh, it's God. Like, no, but I'm putting someone else in your head now, I think. I don't think you are. You're not putting anyone in my head. Hull FC wingers from start. GR. Oh, that's confused me even more now. I'm about to say Will Sharp. No. GR. GR. Hull FC I could probably wingers. tell you his first name and you went Gareth. Gareth Grr. No, Gareth Grr. So. Oh, uh, Rayner? Yeah, Gareth Rayner. There you go, I'm from impressed I've pulled that one out of back yeah, of my Yeah, you did a bit of melt though, but to be fair, I would not have got it otherwise. To be fair, I wouldn't have. That's it. Okay, so going on to your game, I've gone for... Now, I hope I'm not wrong on this, but to my mind, this is the biggest winning margin in Super League this decade. I want the try scorers from Warrington's 80-0 demolition of Wakefield on the 11th of April 2015. I remember this, I think. Well, has it not been like an 82 nil something like that? There might have been, but this is, I get what you're saying. Warrington against Wigan, uh, against Wakey. Yeah. So, all Warrington. All Warrington. So, you... Two players scored, three players scored twice, one player scored a hat-trick, try scorers and, well... How not, many try scorers are there? Um, two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine players right, together. so, Ryan Atkins. No. <laughs> Josh Charlie. No, Charlie wasn't playing Charlie wasn't I'm there. all over the guy. Monaghan. Yes, once. He only scored once. So that's yeah. the right. So who's scored three times then? <laughs> uh, Hicks and Bridge, they were gone. They were gone. That's a really I can niche. give you a very good clue that, for who scored that's, that a, that's a really niche time for it. Enough. It is. Paul Wood. Nope. That, there's one here I'm thinking Hill. you're never going to hear. Nope. Kevin Penny. No. <laughs> Another Warrington meme winger. V Sevens. No. Chris Riley. I think you'll have forgotten this fella. He's like the same level of niche as what Luke George used to be at Huddersfield. Like that level of really random. Is that not Kevin Penny? No, someone else. They had another one. Can I just say like Rashford? Yeah, Rashford got one. Um, Did you say Rashford then? (laughs) Marcus Rashford (laughs) did not score. Rashford Uh, scored one and kicked 12. Myler? Got the hat trick. This is what I mean. Myler at Warrington is a very good Bri- shot. Breers had gone by then, I Breers had gone, yeah. Who's a six then? Well, I'm not telling you because they scored twice. You've Wait. mentioned one of the names for a different position in your team of the decade as an honourable mention. Darrell Clark? Yep. Chris Hill? Nope, you said him. No, I've said him, haven't I? I'm just really late. Think of another me. prop. Kurt Gidley, were you on? He were... He probably was. That probably. I season. don't. No, I don't think he was. He might have come season after. I think yeah. Mike Cooper. No. Nope. Nah, he wasn't there. Ashton Sims. Yeah. Got to be one. Got one. Um, who were off at bench for them in terms of props and f- Ben Westwood definitely. Yep, he got one. Was that You're looking off? for a second rower who scored twice. The number. Curry. No. Yep. Can't. Oh, what Curry? Yep. Curry scored twice. Yep. 
How many do I need now? Two more. One of them I think you'll struggle to get. This one... Which is the niche winger. Which is the niche like, player that he said I won't get over. One of these. And who scored twice? Both of them. But <laughs> is one of them the one I've already mentioned? No. Oh, well, that Westwood. The two you've got to get have both scored twice. What positions? I assume one played six. And the other one's this niche winger. He's a niche winger. So he's not Peter Fox? No. Mitch Clark? No, you won't. No, Mitch Clark. I meant Mitch Brown. Not Mitch, Mitch Clark. Clark, the guy that signed to Wigan from Castle with the big prop. You played for Bradford that year as well. Uh, it's worse than Marcus Bradford. How many years has he played in Super League? How niche it niche? Oh, God. I'm, I'm pretty sure he rocked up at Uddersfield for a time afterwards. <laughs> that helps, doesn't it? Um, He's not he Kevin plays, Penny. He, he plays in the Championship now. But the ripe old age of 27. For which team? Barrow. So he's played in League One now? Potentially. Oh, who is that guy? <laughs> I know who you mean now. Do you want to try and get the other half? Dan Tull. No. Not him, no. He does play for Barrow. Do you want to try and get the other half back? Well, I know His him. brother's gone to Wakefield this year and got injured in, on Boxing Day. Wood? No, there's two of them. The Warrington have kept... I remember when it was signed, Warrington have kept the good one and Wakefield signed the shit one, apparently, according to the fans. Brothers? Am I really missing something? In Do I have to give you an even more obvious clue? Wait, a, but So they were both at Warrington and then one's left? Yes. Brothers? So both when Elizabeth fans. dies, Charles is going to become what? King. Yes. Oh, God, that was painful. Do you want this niche wing? George King. I assume it's George and not Toby, but I don't know for Toby, sure. Toby's younger. It's got to be George. Yeah. It's got to be George. I, I thought it he was. He to played be. six. It's Toby that's the six, isn't it? Toby's a six or four or centre. George is. Have you not got the lineup there? Or is it just no, a try scorer? I've just got try scorers. Uh, it just says King, too. So when I'm trying to think five years. Could even be Matt King. And that's a bit after this time. <laughs> so, a winger who plays for Barrow. Uh, do you, want, you might want me to just tell you this. I don't nah, give me it. some initials or something. Like G-O. Oh, Gene Ormsby. Yeah. Oh, my God. As soon as you said that, I knew it. Right. <laughs> what a niche player he is, Gene Ormsby. I don't think of him playing for Warrington, so I think of him playing for Bradford. For he's like a, he's another Kevin Penny sort of winger, isn't he? I you know what, exactly what I mean when I say that. Just, what? what? When it, when we were in one of the years we were in championship, or he might have been in League One and he was playing for some team. I heard Swinton one. It might have been some like, no, but I feel like he even on someone from Jewel Reg in like twenty sixteen, oh. and we had Omari Cow, and everyone called him a fake Omari Cow. He just like some you know like I remember really a chant like that from Bulls fans. But anyway, oh, it's on to mine, isn't it? Yes, second question. So this is a top twenty. I'll be careful I word this now, considering you're just going to make inappropriate connotations. So we've got the top twenty. Super League try scorers of the last decade. Oh my god, this is awful. Right, so this should in theory. Wait, actually, let me just. Can I? Just because I want to tick them off. Okay, you're getting your highlighter out or whatever on the end thing. If it lets me. I don't know if it'll let me. Alright, well. The next decade, by the time you've worked this out. Right, let's go. Are we ready? Yeah. Right, let's start obvious. Ryan Hall. Yep, number three. Number three, Danny Maguire. Yes, I don't know what number because I'm not numbered, but yeah. 
Right. <laughs> he's Brilliant. in there. He's Josh Chandler. Yes. Sam Tompkins. Yes. Justin Carney? No. That, that might be a bit more of an outside shout, that one. Um, yeah. Rob Burrow? No. Uh, Daryl Clark? No. James Rowe, but you can tell I'm trying to cover off the bottom end of this first. No. Because I feel like these players at the bottom are going to be high. It's probably going to be made up mostly of wingers. Pretty much by the looks of it. Oh, maybe the old centre. He's looking like a lot of wingers, to be fair to me. Not even centre. Tommy Makington's got to be on there. Yes. Zach Hardacre. Yes, wherever he is, I've seen him. No, no. Well, he's here, not. <laughs> no. Right, okay, that was heavy going. His drug bans have cost him then. <laughs> um. You need to just stop overthinking it. Get some out of way. Yeah, man. let's just get some. Ryan Atkins. Yeah. Joe Burgess. No, he's number 21. Oh, right, that was a close guess then. Um, My best mate, A.D. Gardner from last episode. No, no. You missed miss a, a massive one-off who's number two. Oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think oh, more right, obscure yeah. yet. Um, Ben Jones-Bishop on there. Yep, he's number yeah. like seven or something. He's in that area. <laughs> he should be on there, I thought. Um... And any clubs have gone down there. So Chris Wellham. Chris Wellham is on there. See, this is why he's in team of the decade. Callum Watkins. Yep. Yep. Tom Briscoe. Yep. So I was trying to think I've said. Jermaine McGilvery is going to be on there. He's, so number, he's the number two, off. yeah. Have I got number one yet? You've got one. He goes Charlie McGilvery, Hall, Atkins, Blank, Tomkins, Ben Jones, Bishop, Briscoe, so Makinson, Blank, Watkins, Tomkins. No, it's in between Atkins and Tomkins. It's a player you've already mentioned on this. It was in your team. It was an honourable bench for your team. Either, okay. Oh, right. Um, John Monaghan? Yep. Yep, that makes sense. So Who was my other winger I had as my honourable mention? You've got one, two, f- not num- like you've got, I'm, I'm just counting how many players you have to get. You've got one, no, Joe Burgess, two, I don't think he's been three. around long. You already said Joe Burgess, but I said he's number 21. Seven. So you've got three, four, five, six, seven, eight to get. Eight to get. There's an half-back or two. Okay, so a couple of half-backs that are pretty good at trying to You've mentioned an half-back. Johnny Lomax? He's on there. Yep. Um, George Williams? Nope. Might not have been around long enough. I mean, Patrick Arvan? No. I'll give you a clue here, there's a Patrick on there. It's not with Pat Richards. In three years, it's not going to be Pat Richards, is it? I... I mean, is it actually Pat Richards? Number 19, Pat Richards. In three years? 92 tries. Oh, man, you know that's three years at Wigan. He did go to Catalan. Yeah, that's true. So that true. makes a bit more sense. Plus, 92 tries in three years is actually like an average track number. Of, like, it's 30 tries, isn't it? I'm going to search. Greg Eden? Yep. God, he really did have a good season. He's on 102. Really? Yeah. So you've got a winger, a winger, a, uh, well, you've got two... Lots of wingers. You've got a few wingers. you got... F- I'm trying to think wingers. of wingers at the start of the decade, and the only One, name that's in my head is Nick Bloody Youngquest, no. who is definitely not on the... 
God, how did you? You didn't even guess him, and he was playing for Crusaders in that game. We only play on you. Oh, you right. guess him in that I game. I thought he were at Castleford in 2010. One, two... Next you're going to tell me Ryan McGoldrick crops up in one of these teams. You've got five to get. Five to get. You've got the last number 20 to get who you need in the He's a half-back slash full-back. Oh, right. Um, that shouldn't... So it's not Lomax. It's another life Lomax. Don't play anymore. Really good player, though, when he played. He's played for, like, Harlequins, played for Castleford. This isn't that player, but... Kieran Dixon? No, played for London as well. Well, I don't, Harley Quinn's London. Yeah. Probably played for both, I think. Probably at the crossover. Reese Hambra? With Luke Gale. When Hambra put. Well, no, it won't, it's not Hambra, though. No, I'm not actually. I'm just saying to the name. Slick, six slash one at Broncos. He's I'm been, a, he's really been obvious on name, one yeah. year, one year that I have done these like top so many try scorers on one of these episodes, he has been in it. And he's going to be really obvious. I'm, but I'm going to I ignore that. Go, you've got some wingers who, there's a winger who plays in the Super <laughs> for one, a contender in Super League right now, and he's mentioned on these podcasts. Um, trying to think who would be classing as a contender. I'm sure it's going to be one of the big Lancashire teams at the moment. Tom Lynham? Yep. That's Is that the one? It. That's the one, yeah. yeah. You've got... How many you've got? This is there's one, there's one halfback I'm surprised you haven't got. Give me a hint of club. Currently plays for Leeds. Luke Gale? No. The other one? Richie Myler? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't him. Why, because it's just more like... Because it's more Myler comedy, isn't it, with whether or not he's any... You've got a winger. You've got two wingers in that player I run about. You've got... Two wingers. The, the, one of the wingers is actually quite high up on the list. He's, a, he's a, above Eden. Still by playing. A try below oh, Watkins by a try. Still playing. Plays in championship now. Okay. Um, he's played for... Clubs he's played for, like... His re- most recent Super League club was Castle, Catalan. Judy Broughton. Yeah. Is Craig Hall on there? No. You've got a winger who doesn't play... I think he might play in Championship League 1 for a couple of seasons, but then he just faded out, and then you've got that on the last number 20. They're 18 and 20, you haven't got Oh, God, so he's going to be difficult to get then. Yeah. Think about it. Think about earlier 2010s, who sort of like... Think about... What club did this other winger Warrington. play for? Chris Riley. Yeah. Now you've just got this castle. He last this- played... Think about it. He's been an answer to one before. Right, really good. Randy Chase? No. Similar time, though. Fullback. I think he was fullback in that Who Chase was era. Chase's fullback then. Well, that one, Luke Dorn. Yeah. And that's you done. That was surprisingly pain free from what I was expecting. Right. Okay, I need to find a good one yeah. for you now. One, one actually as hard as you'd probably have expected it to be. No, perhaps not. Because so, there are a lot of names that you just know, aren't there? Okay, I've got... Mm. You're not happy with it? I think, call the trivia here for now, if it's not really yeah. decade-related. All right, that's and I feel we'll like for the sake episode. of sticking to the theme of the episode... Also, we just want... That, so that's it for today's decade episode. We have now... Yeah. This is going to be the first one that's over an hour long, so thank Proper, you for like sticking with it. Decently over an hour long, but thanks for listening. Also, just make sure you... Telling us what you think. Giving us, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please just leave a review. Fat, or even just put the fact. All you have to do is literally press the fifth star. 
press that and it gives us a five star rating. That's all you have to do. Or if you think if you don't want to give us five star, you can give us something else. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just saying that does it actually does make a difference. Yeah. And just let us know what you think because obviously we're like this will be episode five. We just yeah. want to know how you think, how you're finding it. We have YouTube comments. We have a Twitter. Yeah. We can tell we get it. We can tell we're getting the people listening and watching, but we just want to know how you're feeling. Yeah. So let us let us know. Let us know. Let us know what you think about the trivia as well. And also, it, we've mentioned it for the last few episodes now. We are planning on starting the mini videos around the time of the season. Over. Yeah, that they'll be coming out. They're so, sort of going to be ta- more timeless. Where we'll just ha- we'll bang out the videos, do them, and then we'll put them out. Yeah, they're going to be coming on around the start of the new season. But just to, so to keep you, be in the, sure to check those out. So if you're not already in touch with the YouTube channel, log on, drop us a subscribe if you yeah, drop us a message feel on anything very generous. Well. Yeah. Also, just to keep you in the loop as well, just bef- season starting in a f- from when you're getting this a couple of weeks, so I just want to let you know we've got coming up, we've got Super League predictions that will yeah. be coming up, we've got Championship predi- and League One That's probably going to be the next feature length we record, actually. Yeah. It, Bear got- in mind, this is currently very early in January, so we are a bit ahead we are of ahead. schedule. We've, what has happened now, we have just released episode three, and then we've got episode four to go out on next week, and then the week after that, this will be out, and then we're going to have this two prediction podcast, and then we're going to be right into the season, aren't we? Yeah, so... How accurate our predictions are going to be just yet remains to be seen. Well, we're not recording Things it right will now. Change, we're not recording it today anyway, so no, we've true. got that coming. So just thank, again, just contact us, like and subscribe and everything. Thanks for listening. Tweet this at your club's players. We want guests. Yeah, well, we should we've have. Got a, we're, we're, we're talking to a few who hopefully, fingers crossed, we might be yeah. able to sort something out. So with. you've got that to look forward to as well. But do drop it to your club. It'd be great to get more and more people involved. And yeah. also, I do, well... This will not actually be going out before then, so I will not mention what I'm going to mention. Because I was going to say, we're going to be both at the Bradford Leeds game, so if you see us and you want any questions or anything like you can come speak to us. But this is actually This will out. have happened afterwards. This, so, so if you saw us, great. <laughs> Good for you. I don't yeah. know what else to say because yeah. it's already happened. Yeah. But. So we'll see you later. Thanks for listening slash watching. And thank you. Bye. Bye.